Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Steven here. I am by myself. These next few episodes are going to be a little bit different from what we usually do because Jason is in El Salvador. He got deported, and we're not sure when he's coming back, but rest assured he will be back at some point, so don't worry about that. So like I said, these episodes are going to be a little bit different. What I'm going to do is there's a list of movies that I want to do on this show, but I'm pretty sure Jason hasn't seen them, and I'm pretty sure you guys haven't seen them either. I mean, it's totally possible that you guys have seen them. Some of them are pretty popular movies when they came out, but I feel like a lot of people don't watch as many movies as we do, and you might have missed these ones. So I'm going to go through 10 movies that I want to do on this podcast I'm going to tell you a little bit about them, why you should watch them, and then I'm going to tell you where you can find them on Netflix and a bunch of other streaming apps, okay? So this is the episode. Hope you guys like it, and here we go. So the first movie we have is City of God from 2002. Now, this movie is absolutely amazing. It was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards when it came out. The only caveat on that is this movie is a foreign film. It was nominated for Best Foreign Picture. Um... It is in Portuguese, but please listen to me when I tell you. Uh, I've seen a lot of foreign films in my life, but I've only seen a handful that when I watch them, I'm so enticed in the story that I don't feel like I'm reading at all. From beginning to end, this movie captivates you with its pacing, with its characters, with the story. It's just absolutely amazing. Speaking of the story, it follows a kid named Rocket who grows up in the slums of Rio de Janeiro, which they dubbed the City of God. And the whole time, he's trying to avoid getting into trouble, which mostly every young man in that city gets into. So the whole time he's trying to become a photographer, he's um, caught in this back-and-forth battle between slumlords that are trying to fight over the territory. It does get a little gritty in some areas, so if you're a bit squeamish, I would say skip this one. But other than that, it's fucking amazing. It has great acting, great characters, great storytelling. Like I said, the pacing is fucking absolutely amazing. I never feel like I'm watching a foreign film when I'm watching this one, but it, it it's just, it's absolutely amazing. The soundtrack is cool. I really, really think if you guys like the movies that we've been watching on here, you're going to like this movie as well. Um, it's streaming on HBO Max, so if you guys want to check that one out, uh, that's where you can find it. And now to the next movie. So next up, we have Brick from 2005, directed by Ryan Johnson. That name might sound familiar to you because... He directed The Last Jedi, which a lot of people didn't like and a lot of people did like. But I tell you this, the next movie he made after that was Knives Out, and everybody likes that movie because it's fucking fantastic. And this is kind of in the same vein, whereas that story is about a murder mystery and everything, this story is too. It follows a character named Brendan Fry that's played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And basically, it's a take on the neo-noir detective stories from like the 1940s and 1950s, and it's set in modern-day high school. It's super-duper fun has a really cool um, score that uh, they do a lot of tropes that old movies used to do. So every single character has their own little musical piece that follows them. And it's a murder mystery type thing as well. Just kind of like not the same way as Knives Out is if you like that movie. But like I said, super fun. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's awesome in it. Has a great supporting cast. Super low budget, but absolutely awesome. This quickly became one of my favorite movies when I saw it. I couldn't stop watching it. I actually found it in a bin in, fuck, Big Lots, I think, for like $5. And it's like one of my prized possessions now. I, I, I love this movie so much. And I can't get enough of it. I watch it at least a couple times a year. So, yeah, that is Brick. It is from 2005, directed by Ryan Johnson, started starring 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and it is streaming on Tubi. Now, I know you guys might be asking what the hell is Tubi. Like I said, big Joseph Gordon-Levitt fan here. There's a show he used to be on called Third Rock from the Sun, and the only place I could find it streaming was on this app called Tubi. So I downloaded it. App works great. It's free. The only bad side about it has some commercials, but, I mean, if you have regular TV and watch regular TV, you have to see commercials anyway. So, yeah, that's a good one. Tubi, free. It's totally worth it. On to the next one. So this next movie is definitely one of my favorite movies I've ever seen, um, and it's a little bit weird. So this movie is called City of Lost Children, and it came out in 1995. It's directed by a guy named Jean-Pierre Junet, and that might sound weird to you because it's a French name, and this movie is also in a foreign language. It's in French. Um, When I first saw this movie, I wasn't old enough to want to read subtitles, so I put the English language um, dub on it. And that's how I've been watching ever since, just because I got so used to the, the um, to the the voices of the actors. But like I said, that's besides the point. This movie is pretty weird, so let me try to explain it uh, as best I can for you guys. It's about a group of orphans that are trying to help a like dullard strongman, like fair strongman, uh, find his little brother who was kidnapped by a mad scientist who kidnaps children because he can't have dreams of his own. So he steals children to try and like share their dreams to keep him youthful. If that makes sense. Uh, it's really weird, but what drew me into this when I was younger is, um, the visuals. I saw a trailer for it, uh, one time or like a poster and I was just like, well, this movie looks really fucking crazy. I want to see what this is about. And I watched it, and the story is super-duper cool. Uh, It's really, really weird. I think it took me maybe a couple times to really understand what was going on in it, but I was pretty young, so I think you guys would be just fine if you guys want to check it out now. It's it's just a visual masterpiece. The music that's in it, the character building that's in it, the world building that's in it, it it takes place in in an environment that you kind of like it almost feels like some place you see in your dreams. Like it's not a real French city. It's not a real place that you that you could go to. That's one of the reasons that really drew me to it. I feel like it's 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 a very malleable environment. Things change, and you can't really get a good footing on where you are. So, which is much like a dream, and and I guess that's maybe part of why the movie looks that way. But it's super duper awesome. It's on Amazon Prime, and I'm definitely going to make Jason watch it, and we're going to do an episode on that. So if you want to be caught up on all that stuff, check this one out. Um, And yeah, I really love that movie. Hope you guys uh, take a chance and watch it. Next movie. All right, so the next movie I think you guys should watch if you haven't seen it already is called L.A. Confidential from 1997. It's another detective noir story, but this one actually takes place in the early 50s. It follows three different characters um, played by Guy Pearce. Russell Crowe, and Kevin Spacey, of all people. Now, I know what you guys are going to say. Big Kevin Spacey controversy, but goddamn, he's so good in this movie. And to not watch it just because he's in it, because there's so many other good parts of this movie that aren't Kevin Spacey. To not watch the movie, I I, I think it's just... Um, I think you should just watch it. It's, it's a really fucking good movie. It's about three detectives trying to solve a case in the 1950s about murder and drugs. And a bunch of other cool stuff. It got nominated for a couple Academy Awards. I think the only person that won one was Kim Basinger for Best Supporting Actress. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, this movie is so fucking cool. If you're a fan of like the detective noir like story types, this is definitely for you. It's it's just it's got everything from those older movies just in a modern day on a modern take, and it's just it's it's fucking really really cool really really good movie and i can't say enough good things about it so much so that i went out and i bought the book that it was based on read that love that one too but it's absolutely cool um like i said it came out in 1997 la confidential and it is available to watch on pluto tv now pluto tv i just downloaded the other day to watch something that i couldn't find anywhere else and it's exactly like tubi you watch it it has commercials but who cares if you want to watch something on it you can watch it it's totally free, so why not, okay? All right, next movie. Now, this next movie is going to make me try and rethink my top 10 movies of all time because it's not in there, but I feel like I watch it so much that it should be in there. Um, I really, really, really like it, and uh, it's called Gattaca. It came out in 1997, and just recently I've seen several posts about like the most accurate sci-fi movies the most popular or not most popular but the best sci-fi movies in the last like 30 years and this one is either always on the list or always like in the top five or three uh it stars ethan hawk and uma thurman and jude law in his first starring role actually in in a movie at least uh it takes place in the not too distant future where discrimination is not about race or gender anymore it's about um, people who are artificially like created in the womb and people that are born normally. Um, and it quickly turns into like a, um, almost like a murder mystery type thing, but it's more about this dude just trying to hide the fact that he is pretending to be artificially, um, created. And out of that, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of suspense and it's just a really good looking movie. Um, I just really like the aesthetic of it. I think that's one of the reasons why I watch it so much because it's just visually enticing. It has a really, really good score to it too. Um, so much so that I actually like listen to it when I go running or whatever. It's a it's a very inspiring and very empowering movie. It's a story about triumphing triumphing over people's expectations and what what is good and what makes you better than some people and a bunch of other stuff like that. It's it's. It's really awesome. Um, it didn't get a lot of clout when it came out, but like I said, I've seen it on like best sci-fi movie lists and stuff like that recently. And everybody that I show it to, I mean, they might not like love it as much as I do, but they're like, "Oh, that was a cool movie." So definitely check that one if you guys check that one out if you guys want to. Um, that one is streaming on Hulu, and you can see it there. And on to the next movie. So what if I told you that this next movie? was about a guy who wakes up and realizes he's been living in a world that's built by beings that aren't human, that are pretending to be human. And once he realizes this, he starts to get powers that can allow him to manipulate all the matter around him and take over and wake up everybody else that's been living in this fake world. Sounds a lot like The Matrix, right? Well, that's probably why you've never seen this movie. came out in 1999. It's called Dark City. Um, visually it's fucking amazing. There are some corny bits in there because I mean, it's 1999 and special effects weren't all the way up there, but overall, I think this movie is really, really good. Um, there are aspects of it that I don't like that I've started to notice that I've seen it so many times. 
but it's definitely a cool watch, especially if like you want to get baked and watch it. It's got really, really trippy visuals. And it, I remember seeing the trailer when I was really young and I wasn't old enough to smoke weed or drink or anything like that. So I didn't do that when I first saw it. But as I got older, I got to do that. And I was like, oh, shit, this movie's really fucking weird. It stars um, Jennifer Connelly. And it also has William Hurt in it and Kiefer Sutherland doing the weirdest Kiefer Sutherland acting job he's ever done. He's really swinging for the fences, but I feel like he's not quite sticking the landing. But the movie's super duper cool. It's really, really weird. Um, the visuals, like I said, are fucking really cool. And I think it's worth a watch if you guys don't have anything else to watch. This one, I will say the only place that I was able to find it online is you got to rent it on YouTube for, I think, like $2.99 for the standard definition and $3.99 for high definition. But, I mean, that's like going to Blockbuster back in the day and renting a movie. But, I mean... You guys really don't want to watch it. You don't have to. I think it's worth the watch if you guys haven't seen it. It's pretty trippy, and it's going to be even weirder when we do this on the on an episode of the show, and you have no idea what the hell is going on. But other than that, it's a great movie. You can find it on YouTube if you guys want to rent it, looking for something to watch. Uh, other than that, yeah, uh, next movie. So the next movie I got on the list is a movie called Magnolia, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. That came out in 1999. Now, Paul Thomas Anderson might sound familiar to you because he's directed movies like Boogie Nights, There Will Be Blood, Inherent Vice, and he's just an all-around... Oh, uh, what's that other one with Joaquin? Fucking... Uh, the Master. Yeah, with him and Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's just an all-around really, really good director, and I feel like this is the movie of his that I, when I talk to people, they've seen the least. Like, I've asked dozens and dozens of people if they've ever seen this movie, and I always get, like, maybe one or two people throughout that time that's been like, oh yeah, I've seen that movie. It's super duper weird. It's got like a huge ensemble cast and it follows a bunch of different characters going through like really gnarly fucking parts of their lives. Uh, stars Tom Cruise, Julianne Moore, John C. Riley, and like I said, a bunch of other people. But it's, uh, it's really dope. I really, really like it. And the ending is one of the weirdest endings to any movies that I've ever seen in my entire life. And... I think it's definitely worth a watch. The performances in it are fucking great. It's got a good soundtrack. Got a lot of Amy Mann in there. Um, but yeah, it's 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 funny. It's heartfelt. It's really fucking trippy. It's makes you grit your teeth a lot sometimes because it's just so fast paced and all like all over the place. It reminds me a lot of uh, the fuck is that movie by Darren Aronofsky. Requiem for a Dream, but not as depressing. Requiem for a Dream is way more depressing than this movie. This movie, there's actually some lighthearted parts, and you could actually enjoy it. You might want to watch it again rather than never see it again because it's just so damn depressing. Not that Requiem for a Dream is a bad movie, but Jesus Christ, is it depressing. Anyway, uh, that's Magnolia, 1999, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and that is streaming on Netflix. Next movie. So this next movie, I feel, has a huge audience. A lot of people have seen this movie, but there's a whole lot of people that haven't seen it, and I feel like you're just missing out. It's a great movie to watch if you want a little bit of a nostalgia factor now. It's a great movie if you have kids and you want to show them a little bit. Things, a little bit. And it's a great movie if you're a David Bowie fan and you want to show other people David Bowie. It's a movie called Labyrinth. It's from 1986, I'm sorry, and it's directed by Jim Henson. You might know Jim Henson because he created the fucking Muppets and Dinosaurs and everything else cool that came out with puppets in it. Um, this movie stars David Bowie, like I said, 
and it stars Jennifer Connelly, um, which is also, I think, the movie where I fell in love with her because I was like eight years old and I was like, wow, she's pretty. Um, but the movie's fucking cool. It follows a girl named Sarah, played by Jennifer Connelly, who she's she's babysitting her little stepbrother, half-brother, I guess, and she really doesn't want to be there because she's a bratty teen, and then she wishes for this imaginary goblin king to come take him away, and then he actually does, and the goblin king is played by David Bowie. So he puts the baby in his castle, and it's in the middle of this labyrinth, and it's just... She goes on this epic journey and finds all these mystical characters who try to help her get to the center of the labyrinth by the end of it. And David Bowie's there. He sings a couple songs. There's some other songs. It's just a really, really cool, visually striking movie. It's fun. It's a great movie to watch if you got kids and they've never seen it before. That is streaming on Netflix as well, and I highly, highly recommend it because it's just an awesome movie. Next movie, please. So this next movie is pretty heavy. It's called Children of Men, and it came out in 2006. It stars Clive Owen and Julianne Moore, as well as Michael Caine. This movie... God, what can I say about this movie? It is fucking amazing. Uh, I've seen it a bunch of times, and every time I see it, it just never gets any less amazing. It gets more amazing every time that I see it, to be honest with you. I notice more things. I notice how much detail and how much care was put into the making of it um it's about a guy so i'll let me set up the world first so basically in this movie human beings can't have children it's been about i think 18 years since the last baby has been born so basically human beings are going on the brink of extinction nobody can have children women are infertile nobody can have babies um and then this guy played by Clive Owen gets contacted by his ex-wife and she's like kind of like a freedom fighter because the whole country it takes place in Britain is kind of really oppressive now and it's 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 like a dystopian world that people are living in. But she he gets contacted by his ex-wife and she wants him to transport something. She needs his help to transport something and she won't tell him what until he finds out that it's a woman, a young girl who is pregnant. She's the first person to be pregnant in, like I said, 20 years or so. So it's a big deal. Everybody wants a pregnant girl. They want to cut her open, figure out what's wrong with her, use use them. There's a bunch of different factions, the government, freedom fighters that are fighting over her, trying trying to capture her and use her for their own political gain. This whole time, this guy's just trying to keep her alive and try to get her out of the, out of the country so that, um, he could get her to a safe haven somewhere off the British islands, somewhere else. It's a sci-fi movie, yes, but it is an incredible drama. Um, I can't say enough good things about this movie, the way it looks, the way it's acted, the story, everything about it is just absolutely fucking amazing. Like I said, that is Children of Men, came out in 2006, and that is streaming on the app Tubi as well. So, last movie now. All right, we came to the last movie, and up until this movie, I can definitively say that if you guys listen to our podcast and you like our takes on these movies and you keep tuning in, you're going to like all the movies that I just listed. They're good movies. There's not a whole lot wrong with them. Um, Some of them are fucking fantastic movies, like some of the best movies I've ever seen movies. 
But this next one is just a guilty pleasure for me. Um, it's called Mystery Men, and it came out in 1999. It stars Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, Hank Azaria, uh, Tom Waits is in it, Janine Garofalo, Paul Rubens. There's just a bunch of people in this movie. And uh, I first saw it with my mom at the movie theaters, and I remember when I saw it, I didn't think anything of it. I fucking did not watch it, uh, or I did not care about it ever again. Uh, until a few years later, and I started reading it, and I started watching it, and for some reason, I just keep coming back to this movie. It's it's my go-to-sleep movie. I put this movie on when I go to sleep, uh, but that's enough about how I, like, got into it. The movie is about a ragtag group of, like, unlikely heroes, superheroes, and I'm putting my quote fingers up, uh, unlikely superheroes who have to save their metropolis from destruction from a insane man who kidnapped the like Superman of their universe. It's a guy named Captain Amazing played by Greg Kinnear. This is a huge cast. Um, it's a comedy, but a lot of people might not think that because uh, to be honest with you, it's, I can see why nobody likes the movie. I can see why a lot of people don't think it's funny. I think it's fucking hilarious in certain parts other parts, I just, I don't know. It's another movie kind of like I was talking about City of Lost Children that builds a, a world that doesn't exist in our reality. Um, and and it's just fun when, when that happens because then you could like, break all the rules. And this movie definitely breaks a lot of rules. Uh, it's a very unpopular movie amongst people that I show it to. But if you're just looking for something quirky, something stupid to watch... Maybe you smoke a joint and fucking get a little buzz and just want to watch a movie. This is a movie for you. It's 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 streaming on Netflix. Um, I know one other person that has a love for this movie uh, like I do. Well, maybe not even like I do, but they enjoy it. We talk about it whenever we speak to each other. And, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, everybody else that I show this movie to is not that fond of it. Um, the best thing I could say about it is whoever was mixing the sound in this movie did an impeccable job. Uh, but it's got cool costumes, it's got funny characters, Jeffrey Rush is in it. There's there's so many good people in this movie. It's just so weird to think of how not good it came out. But like I said, I fucking love it. Um, and I'm going to stand by that. I fucking love the movie. I'm going to make Jason watch it. Jason is going to watch the movie because we are doing this episode. I don't give a shit if any of you people don't want to hear it. You can skip the episode. Please don't skip the episode. Um, but yeah. That is my list of 10 movies that you could watch uh, for almost free, apart from Dark City, because you have to run it on YouTube, that you could watch that are streaming on things right now that I want to do episodes for in the future. And uh, yeah, I think you guys should watch them anyway, just because I love them so much and I think you'll love them too, apart from Mystery Men. But yeah. But so yeah, guys, that was the episode. Thank you for listening. If you listen to the whole thing, I'm sorry Jason isn't here. I know it's a lot better when we have a nice back and forth. But uh, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging like we did the other week. Had to put something together really quick. And I'll try to do something fun for us next week if Jason isn't back by then. Um, but other than that, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a good weekend. Please like and subscribe to our uh, Instagram. Like and give us a nice uh, nice star rating and a review on uh, Apple Podcasts if you guys can. It really, really helps. You guys are raking in the dough for us we're almost up to three dollars that we've that we've made off of our sponsorship and everything like that we wouldn't be anything without you guys really 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 appreciate you guys listening it's so much fun interacting with you guys on the instagram and everything that's played again man underscore pod um 
Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next week.